Welcome to the RAB Poetry Podcast, where we bring you the stories behind the words, where every poem has a story behind it. Our podcast is a journey through the hearts and minds of poets as we delve into the inspirations, struggles, and triumphs that fuel their work. In each episode, we'll feature a poem, sharing the underlying stories and reciting the most powerful and moving pieces. From various poems on wide variety of topics and rising poets and authors, our podcast is the perfect companion for anyone who loves poetry and the power of words. Whether you're a seasoned poetry enthusiast or just getting started, you'll find something to love on the RAB Poetry Podcast. So tune in and let the stories of our poets take you on a journey of inspiration and emotion. Listen to the REB Poetry Podcast, available on all major platforms now. Welcome to Fandom Power. What? Whoa! Hey! Good evening. That ended rather abruptly. It did. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm still kind of doing stuff here. What's going on? <laughs> All right. Hey, look at that. We've we're like back. we're uh like 30 seconds in. We've already got a viewer. That's great. All right. Welcome to uh Sunday night, everybody. It's another episode of uh, Fandom Power. Myself, uh, my name is Wes, and uh once again here with Andy. Uh hey, and Andy running uh running the show tonight again at the at the con i guess as it as it were maybe <laughs> so yeah uh this week we're just kind of a mashed together episode lots of uh yeah, this is kind of a of stuff bit of a chill chill hangout really yeah i'm kind of hoping the hey oh steve he says hey guys hope all is well and i have to tell you yes all is well by the skin of my teeth in the last uh in the 11th hour messing around with cameras and uh other settings and avoiding a catastrophe once again here we are glad to have you along with us steve and of course for the rest of you out there who were watching it's a totally interactive show tonight uh looking forward to hearing your comments and your thoughts on the on the number of things we're going to talk about tonight and like i said this is a general kind of hangout tonight yeah we got a lot on the board here tonight um some of it good some of it a bit sad but sometimes you know it's it's good to not have just a, a solid uh you know this is what we're doing and it's it's a you sit back and and you watch and let us ramble on although you know what we're totally fine to do that as well it's nice to be able to have something that's a little bit more relaxed that's a little bit more open where you know um you guys can uh, jump in uh, at any time and of course if you guys have questions or comments even outside of the stuff that we're talking about always uh, throw those up in the comments and we'll we'll get to those as well so uh what do you think you want to kick this thing off i think so all right what, what are we going to talk about first uh well i have an unconfirmed rumor but i think i heard it an unconfirmed rumor uh, did you also hear that christopher lloyd joined the cast of mando season three? Oh, so you know what's funny um i i did hear that and you know what i intentionally said i am not going to look into that because i don't want to be disappointed yeah because like i don't know what uh, part he could play but i love him in any part that he's going to play you know so here's so droid mm, like maybe old old like old 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 droid oh, maybe a, a old jedi yeah maybe um um oh, old jedi that's not a bad idea either. Oh. 
I don't think that's the way that Mandalorian is going to go in season three, though. No. I think I think we're going to Mandalore, or we're going to be on the way to Mandalore. So he's going to ride the Mythosaur. Well, yeah, somebody's going to ride a Mythosaur. I don't know who it is yet, whether yeah, it's, it's going to uh, be him. Mando or Boba, but someone's going to ride one. Uh, sticking to the the trope, I guess where comedians have have um, have been voicing the the droids in in this uh, series. True. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays, um, you know, that, or maybe he could be like in the, in the vein of grief Karga. He could be a, a, a client local, or something, a client or perhaps a, a minor political figure on another True. world or something. True. I, I, you know, no matter what he does, I mean, Christopher Lloyd, um, is more than just back to the future and he's yes. more than just taxi. Um, He's Man, also he's, a diabolical villain. When well, he there you be. go. So I, I, when I think of uh, Christopher Lloyd villains, and he's played a couple. Um, Judge I, Doom. I can't help but go back to Roger Rabbit. Yep. Oh, my God. Like, terrifying in that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think if you were a, a young kid, um, I don't know, all the cartoons. I don't know if that balanced that out or not. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Oh, well, Steve's got a comment for us here. Uh, indeed, she's a sad day in Montreal. Guy Lafleur has passed away. Yes, he yes, has. He, did. he has passed away. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of people that I know. Guy Lafleur made the rounds uh, when we were when uh, when Canada was in Afghanistan. He came over and visited. Jeez. So, yeah, lots of people I know that were there on his visit have been posting their uh, their selfies with him. So I know he made the rounds in Peterborough too, because a lot of people were getting photos and whatnot. I think at the office really yeah and that was up on uh fresh radio there last week uh it was, I mean, last week i guess it really wasn't it was everywhere this yeah past week, so no surprise for that but yes we wish the uh, lafleur family uh, all the best in that yep so i guess we should uh dive in here and we do yeah i mean we, uh, i should say you not me because i didn't really do much work this week uh <laughs> you have some slides for us i do have slides oh that's right stuff okay that's cool week, all right so keep us on track I guess. yeah so this week we got toys trailers news and more toys i got lots to talk about on toys it was more i actually talked about toys today in another online forum that i'm sure is going to come up yeah, maybe all right well all right well first off it is continuing on that sad trend uh Oh boy. The world of comedy lost a huge star on April 12th. Oh no. Yeah. The most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert Godfrey. You know, just the other day there was a thing that came out and I, another one that I should have hit the link and I didn't. And it was like, like, like the, they, they claimed it was like the one and only recording of Gilbert in his natural voice. Hmm. And I just assumed that, you know, Iago, Ella, the Gilbert Godfrey that we knew publicly. I just assumed that was his voice. Hmm. I, I mean, have you ever not heard him in that voice? I've heard a dialed back version of it. Like when he did a stint on uh, <laughs> The Apprentice there. On The Apprentice? Yeah, and somebody has oh. gone out and they've collaborated all his best moments of him back okay, talking yeah. Trump. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to come up again tonight too, isn't he? Uh, maybe. Donald Trump? Maybe. Oh, for sure he will. For sure he will. If the one slide you sent me earlier this week is anything, he definitely will be coming up again. <laughs> True. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 67 after a long battle with myotonic dystropia type 2. Do we know what that is? I do not. Can honestly. we, can we, oh, I don't know. Can you, give me another window and I'll see if I can, uh, actually, you know what? I'll just do it with my phone. Yeah. And I'll keep reading his book. Sure, sure. What are we, uh, uh... He started his stand-up career at the age of 15 uh, doing open mic nights in New York City. And he would go on to be cast in Saturday Night Live. Uh, he would do promos for the newly formed at the time MTV and right, had right, right. several appearances on the Cosby show. 
Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, and these roles would land him on the silver screen in films like Beverly Hills Cop 2, Problem Child 1 and 2, and The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he would also give a more than stellar performance as Iago the Parrot in wow. Disney's Aladdin. I think a lot of people of our of our age kind of I certainly remember him more from hugely that. memorable. Yeah, that's kind of the uh I mean before that I don't really think of him as anything else. Although I will say this, there was a clip that uh came back around since he uh, since his passing. And uh, do you remember when the Hollywood Squares was on? Yes, and, he was uh, on there. Tom Tom Bergeron, uh who be uh dancing with the stars, Tom yep. Bergeron was the host of that show. And man, there is a clip between uh that gilbert godfrey features in quite uh, prominently where <laughs> rare rare time when both contestants it was a five square win so nobody got a line but they needed like the five the fifth square to win and it was gilbert <laughs> and this the the questions kept going back and forth from both contestants and they went on a on a streak of wrong answers that was like four and like four or five each and oh, every time he was like trust me i know this one and so then they're like i'll agree and and he's like you fool <laughs> uh, it was it was pretty cool to watch uh so um his thing his condition apparently was a heart condition okay it was a heart condition now i don't know enough about the condition to know how it affected him but i mean, I mean affected him enough. well obviously the the end result was not yeah yeah and right up to the end you know he was still out doing stand-up selling out live performances across north Apparently, america there was some some talk about his final twitter maybe his final tweet was something poetic or something like hmm. in a, in a sort of like oh in in uh in hindsight kind of thing but again i i didn't see it so i'm not sure yeah i haven't seen that either but uh he'll also be known as uh the guy who told considered among comedians the dirtiest joke of all time what even like beating George Carlin beating George Carlin. Uh, we won't be repeating that joke here and you know, don't Google it unless you're, yeah. Do, yeah if no. you're easily offended, do not Google it. How about, you know, lock your kids up. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not safe for work. whatsoever. Or ask, ask your kids what it is. Maybe they already know. Could be. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah. You know, he will be missed. You know, I, I'm trying to think what, do you remember the last thing you saw him in? Uh, actually, I think it was that, uh, was it college humor or funny or die where he did the reading of 50 shades of gray? I was going to say that's the, <laughs> that's the last thing I remember him doing too. Yeah. But Oh my uh, God. That was yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't even repeat. <laughs> no, you can't repeat that <laughs> oh, one no, either. I can't repeat it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Oh, well, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, what a legacy though, to leave behind. I mean, uh, you know, a legendary comedian who's, I mean, as you say, the, the voice of voices and we yeah. will, uh, we will remember him. Although, you know what's really cool? Um, this came up in another conversation I had this week. The whole, uh, it's a kind of the uncanny valley. You know, if you if you put enough of his voice through that that particular software, it could be recreated. And he hmm. could he could live on. Maybe. That's how they did Luke Skywalker in uh, season two of Mandalorian. And that's how they're doing Val Kilmer, uh, uh, Iceman, uh, Kazansky in uh, Maverick. They've digitally huh. recreated his voice weird yeah so i'm really i hope it's not like like in the uncanny valley that uh luke skywalker was in because it was a little i liked it but it was a little robotic hmm. i'm hoping they do a little bit better with uh, well it's just gonna know. keep getting better and better I, I agree with that i totally do uh so next up another sad note wait 
Are we staying? Oh my god! Yeah, that yeah. one. I for the Star Wars universe, they suffered a loss as well this past week. Yeah. Uh, Rio Hackford, son of director Taylor Hackford and the IG-11 actor in The Mandalorian. has Yeah, passed away. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize, now that you say that, that there was an actor, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, wouldn't you performance capture or at least have something Somebody there, there to represent for the actors for to act off, off of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you watch, I mean, you wa- was he both seasons? I believe so. You watch some of the stuff that he does. Well, I guess he would only be the first season, though, wouldn't he? Uh, oh yeah, I guess that's true. Cause he goes out. He's a, more of a statue in, a, in season in a, two. <laughs> maybe he was the statue. I don't know. Maybe put on this green suit, stand on that plinth. Yep. <laughs> Hold your blaster up. <laughs> uh, he did talking about, you know, kind of robotic and I mean, fitting that it's a robot, but I mean, I just, and again, maybe it's because of the television budget. I didn't think that there really was a performance capture for that character until you had mentioned that. Oh yeah. It's a guy. Yeah. 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 But he wasn't just an actor. He was a beloved club owner, a director, and actor as well. He reportedly died of an illness on Thursday, April 14th in Huntington Beach, California. And uh, was only 52 years old. Unspecified illness. Yeah. So are we thinking COVID and, and they're just not saying? Maybe. Who knows? Could be. Uh, his passing was confirmed by his brother, Alex Hackford. Yeah. And Alex was also the one who revealed that the swingers actor had passed away due to an undisclosed illness. So he's right, the one right. withholding that info, I guess. But uh, in addition to being an actor in films like Jonah Hex, Pretty Woman and Strange Days, uh, he was also a respected club owner and was known for managing Matador and One-Eyed Jacks in New Orleans. Oh, these are clubs. Yeah. I wonder if they survived the flood. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, also, he managed uh, Homestead in San Francisco. It's been a long time since I've been on the nightclub circuit, and I've never visited a nightclub in the United States, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Those clubs don't stand out to me. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I borrowed this part from uh, an article I read online because, honestly, I'm not super familiar. But Yeah, sure. Uh, as someone who was close to rock bands, he also directed music videos for Josh Holmes' Desert Sessions and Corrosion of Conformity. Oh, oh, Josh Homme. Josh Homme, that's uh, the lead singer from uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So also he, uh, all uh, over the board. Them crooked vultures. Mm. I wonder if that's the, oh, I don't know. Interesting. Josh Homme, also the guy who uh, kicked that camera woman in the face at a concert. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Yeah, what a, and, and I'm not a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan, but I got to tell you, I saw the footage on that and uh, there is no way that that wasn't intentional. And I just lost it in like a crap ton of respect for that guy. So hmm. just because you make good music doesn't mean you're not an a-hole. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rio is known to Star Wars fans as the onset performer of IG-11, the droid who is voiced by Taika Waititi in The Mandalorian. And his most recent role was as manager in the biographical drama Pam and Tommy. Wait, who's manager? Uh, he plays the manager, I guess, of either Pam or Tommy in the show i watched the whole thing and now i don't even know who we're talking about <laughs> maybe it was oh you know what maybe it was he must have been clean shaven for that probably because i now i kind of think that maybe yeah it was it was pam's manager yeah so which great uh great little mini series i haven't, haven't seen it yet but it's totally worth watching yeah, i mean you really get a lot of, it, it kind of really pulls at your heartstrings about how much crap she went through and uh, he didn't make it any easier for her, mm. which is really unfortunate. Because I think, uh, you know, the the performances in that are really good. Like, it really comes 
they really come across as, as credible performances. And I think if the performances were anything like the, the, the real life couple, you know, you, you, you kind of, you feel sad for them by the end of it. Mm. You know, the, the whole lot of, there's a whole lot of, uh, oh, they let it out. You know, they just, it was a big publicity thing. And that, that kind of is pervasive throughout as it was, as it was happening. Mm. But man, you get this like sense of like, man, everybody's just a sad story in this, including the guy who stole the tape. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely Pam and Tommy. Check it out. It's uh, in Canada. On it's Disney on the, Plus? yeah, it's on the uh, star tab on your Disney plus. Yeah. yeah. Got another one from Steve here. Well, Steve, you are correct, sir. The Doctor Strange trailer does look good. Yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, as we're talking about. Should be good. Now, we're not actually, we didn't actually get slides for that. Thing. We don't have slides. We can that. still talk about it, though. We, can, though. we can totally talk about that for a couple minutes if mm. you want to. Um, as far as the, the, uh, the Multiverse of Madness goes, now, this is just following on the heels of all the things that I think have been, uh, I would say, started all the way back in WandaVision. I'd say it started before that in Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, or did No Way Sorry, Home. sorry, WandaVision was long before that. Oh, you're right. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I think WandaVision is the I start. saw it out of order, so yeah, my timeline's what... <laughs> out of order. Uh, WandaVision, and then, of course, we did, uh, we've we've had snippets of, like, weird things happening all the way through Loki, obviously, it was a yeah. big one. And then the What If series. What If. Uh, and that plays in quite heavily into this uh, film because if you did not watch what if spoiler you're getting a, a an original uh what if character uh well i can't confirm that but um it sure as hell seems like it's yeah. a, one of the what if characters is dropping into uh to play in this movie and that looks really exciting yeah um variants uh the, of course this, all the variants stuff yeah. that we talked about through loki uh plays a big role and we know for a fact we're getting uh at least some resolution to the WandaVision. At least two variant Stranges. Yep. Um, including Defender Strange. Yep. So that's going to be interesting. Wanda's kids are back. At least for a minute. Yeah. So they're... I always thought that that was going to be the, the crux of her, the, the, of her, like, motivation going forward was, like, they're out there somewhere and she's going to try and get them back. Yeah. Uh, and again, like, I am... I'm pretty disconnected from the comic books, so I'm not really... You know, I don't know if that's a if that's a through line through the books. Honestly, I don't know. I never read that uh, era. But you know what? I her stint at motherhood, at least in the show, I liked it. I, and I thought yeah. it was good. And I actually thought those kids. I thought that their performances were pretty good. So yeah. uh, I'd be interested in seeing. That. I'm more interested to see will the White Vision turn up in this one. I he might. I think that uh, you know given sort of the the position that he was in at the end of yeah because he's flying to find it, himself it's all, yeah exactly going on the on a, on a one one android one synthoid uh, road trip maybe. maybe is that what we can call it yeah <laughs> all right maybe he'll come back and he'll rein wanda in because i know wanda's been positioned as this like quasi villain in the movie but i think yeah. that's a bit of a misdirect too right well she even says to strange right like you know i break the multiverse and i get penalized yeah for she's it. You vilified it, you get, for it. you're a hero a hero yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank you, Steve, for mentioning the the Doctor Strange trailer because we but there's another trailer that just came out that there we are going to talk about. Yeah, we got I don't, I don't know where that is in the uh, grand scheme of things, but it but, is coming. Uh, we did have a leak happen not too. Long oh, we ago. did. Yeah, yeah. Before the trailer came out. Yeah, 
uh, the Thor Love and Thunder wave of Marvel Legends figures. Somebody got a hold of the warehouse shots. And is this the is this the first time we've had an all movie wave? Um, I'm so used to like you know a, a handful was the of Captain Marvel a full movie wave with the exception. No, I guess it had Greg Gargoyle in it. Uh, it did have Greg Gargoyle in it. Yeah. So and then the the bath was what the Cree uh, the Cree Century yeah. Century yeah, and it was a comic book thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this might actually be because it, I mean the last time I bought. Now I've only ever bought like maybe one, maybe two full waves. I bought the whole wave to get the Hulkbuster, mm. and that was a mix of movie and, and comic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But all movie figures here, and I gotta say, uh, with the exception of Gore, who is a, a major departure from his comic appearance, mm. but that then again, does that just boil down to you know the general movie going audience and? Good. It needs to be. Does this there character is a have whole to be lot of connective tissue with that guy? Does this does this character have to be recognizable as Christian Bale? By the way, Christian Bale playing the the, the big villain in this one, Gore the God Butcher. Oh, and there he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> nice, well done. Yeah, it gives us our first look at his character because he's not in the trailer. I I've been pretty critical, sort of, in the action figure department on on likeness, and and I'm going to talk about this again tonight. The, the action figure that we're looking at, this one of Gore, do you think that's a pre-production sample or do you think that's full production? I think it's full production. I really hope so because um, this may be one of the last waves of Marvel Legends that we are going to see with the uh, window box packaging. Mm-hmm. That's something else that'll come up here it in, is. A, in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so I mean, if that if that is indeed what he looks like, uh, then I would say that the portrait on that figure is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, we got a comment here from Sean. Uh, we need more baths. Well, Andy, yes, back we do. back it up one slide, and we'll go back and look at the. Uh, well, actually, I got a slide coming up here. Oh, to do you? You've got it. Okay, bath from this wave. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. There is going to be a bath in this one, and I think it's a. It is it's org. An, it's an appropriate choice. It, I think it's yeah. right. It's still movie themed. So he's a he's a big chunky character. He is. I you know not a, an unreasonable choice for a bath. No. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this wave, it also gives us brand new sculpts for the Mighty Thor, King Valkyrie, Teen Groot, Star-Lord, Ravager Thor, and of course... Yeah. Our, uh, is our this even figure. a spoiler at this point? Oh, I don't know. We get Jane Foster uh, as Mighty Is that Thor. not... Uh, see, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and she comes with both helmeted and unhelmeted versions. I... I like it. I, uh, I, I like it. I'm all in, I think, on this one, to be honest with you, and it's been a long time since I've been all in, but because it's an entire, it's a movie wave. Oh, Kimberly says, uh, figures look great. Oh my God. Do they ever, so they really do. I guess I should uh, go out on a limb and say, if my, if my wife is saying that they look great, that's like a a, green light. That's a green light. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean we're getting those honey? (laughs) Yeah. You got to give it to Mar Hasbro at this point though, because after the leak happened, they went full bore and just revealed everything. There was, yeah, and I mean, it, it didn't take very long. It no. was, what, maybe a, a, a day? If that, maybe. yeah. Not so even. they had all the stuff ready to go. It just... Do you feel got... like, do you get the impression that uh, Natalie's costume in this is uh, heavily based on some of the previous uh, Thor designs we've seen in the films? Maybe, but I think they're leaning a little bit towards Lady Thor. Like, okay. the actual from her... From her run in the yeah. books. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But. I was going to say like the top part of her outfit looks a lot like uh, the, the uh, almost like Valkyrie or even Sif, maybe like her, her uh, cinematic costume. And then of course, like on the, on the, the skirt piece there, like the, I don't know what you call those, the round discs. 
uh, that that typically are associated with uh, Thor and his chest. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly all the elements are there. Uh, we got another comment in here from Red Swenson. Uh, only took a couple billion dollar movies to get Natalie Portman to turn her opinion of Marvel movies around. <laughs> you know, I'm not so I am not so close to this that I know the ins and outs of of why she's come back. I was of the impression that Kevin Feige played a, a role in this and that there was some like behind the scenes discussion. Well, there could be not saying that the discussion did not include dollar signs, which I'm sure it did. But. Well, in her career, I'm sure she doesn't want to get typecast. Uh, is it, could you typecast her at this point though? Look at, I mean, she's sci-fi queen. Really? Well, uh, black Swan. I guess. Yeah. She's sure. Uh, on the professional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's already, I think she's got enough going for her that she can kind of pick and choose what she wants to do. Yeah. But there's merit to what, uh, to what red is saying that, you know, multi-billion dollar, uh, film franchise and what, what's the expression? Don't bite the hand that feeds. Yeah. Well, th- in that regard, has she not already bitten? I would think and so. now this is like, they must've sweetened it somehow. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm going to look into that a little bit more because now you've got my interest peak way to go. <laughs> but uh back to our build a figure yeah 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 uh it is korg and i like him he's a very different sculpt than the one we got in the ragnarok two-pack he is but again there is a sequence in the trailer um which we're going to take a look at a little bit later but uh where thor is is also fur trimmed yeah so i gotta wonder so if that's a little bit of norse stuff going on yeah 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 what do you think of the uh can we go back to i don't know do you have do you have pics of all of them uh just the one okay let's go let's go back to the that one yeah 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 um ravager thor what do you think of that i like it (laughs) and and as it's going to get pointed out later it does resemble one of the comic appearances of a thor i think it looks great i love that the world tree is his t-shirt yeah Um, i just there's something about it like he still fits in with the Ravagers, though. If Marvel does like an official, like here's a, a branded tee, I'll yeah. I'll be buying that one. Uh, Star Lord with a beard. That's that's been talked about in the last week. What do you think? Eh, I like it. Um, as my wife would say, uh, it's Peter, and he's still got a blue stripe on his coat, so it's still very much uh, consistent with his appearance across uh, all of the the film franchise so far. Well, he doesn't have to shave for Gamora at this point. Really, you know, that's something else. Um, Will we see? Because right now the trailer and trailers, if anything, this one has done a good job at, at, at hyping yeah. the film. Um, I, I thought, you know, the the indication was that the Guardians were going to be around for a lot more of the film. But the trailer kind of gives you the idea that they might only be there for a little bit. Yeah. Like, OK, you need to go find yourself now. Bye bye. Is there going to be anything on the search for Gamora? Maybe. Or maybe that's why they might exit the picture. Yeah, I guess we could save that for the more of the, the trailer discussion. But yeah, the figures look great. Do you, you still think that that's um, Teenage Groot? Uh, no, when you see a side-by-side with the Groot from Endgame, okay. this one is noticeably chunkier. He He's growing. Oh, okay, good, good, good. And I do, I mean, I love the looks for all of them. I like that Valkyrie's back. She's got a cape, looks great. Yep, it's looks not, all regal. It's not white, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about keeping this one clean. Nope. <laughs> all right, all right. That's cool. Super cool. But uh, Hasbro didn't stop there. They also announced a role-playing hammer oh. with electronic effects. You know, I lo- I have 
uh, I don't have any of those, but I do, I do have some of the Hasbro roleplay stuff. I've got, uh, I've got a helmet and I, I really, really like it. It's hard for me to want to, because if, I feel like as soon as I get one, I have to have them all, <laughs> which is why I stayed. I didn't get the Iron Man helmet. I didn't get the cap shield. Cause I'm like, if I do this, I'm going to need them all. That's a big road to go down. Yeah. 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 And I mean, we already have in our, we here in our, in our house, we have a, a fair uh, collection of, of film props uh, or prop weapons as i should uh, as i could say but uh, uh i don't know i don't have enough wall space but i would love to own them <laughs> and this one it's uh the reformed version you see a little bit of uh lightning or energy coming through on it well this this to me is exciting because it says something is afoot in the sense that this isn't a, a multiversal no, this copy isn't this a isn't one. a this isn't necessarily a, a reforged. This looks like the pieces of the original Molnir that were smashed by hell. Uh, look to be bound together by the 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 power of Thor. Maybe I don't know, but I am looking forward to finding it's out. It's nice to see Molnir back. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Do you think there'll be a, a moment that will top the uh, the dual wield there, uh, or the the cap the cap moment? Yeah, it's, that's going to be a hard one to top. <sighs> That is going to be super hard to top, oh. but yeah, I might do it. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, next up here, uh, Netflix didn't have a great week. <laughs> That's been an interesting topic of discussion because there's been some now, even before they released these numbers, you do know that they were talking about alternative uh, pricing models yeah. that there was discussion. Uh, sorry. There was discussion of, password sharing mm-hmm. that's been around for quite a while and i mean i don't know about you but i mean how many people do you know that are you must know a half a dozen people or more i know i do i know people that are password sharing i share it with my wife well so the, here's the thing it right? doesn't go past the house though well this here's the thing about that um we talked about this before the the password sharing thing and, and they're talking about cracking down on it yeah how is that enforceable how is it enforceable? Are they looking at now? I think that part of that is when Netflix went out and they made profiles, uh, a feature where so you have your profile, yeah. it's got your settings and your shows and your wife's got her profile and your kids have their profiles. Well, are you looking at a household? Uh, and, and I mean, you've got a, you've got how many, you've got one, two, three, yeah, you've we've got, got what, four, four, six four people profiles. in your six, house. Yep. Six people in your house. If you're all watching Netflix and you all have your own, uh, your own, oh, that's an interesting uh, thought there too. Uh, Dan says uh, IP tracing. That's true. So if all of those are in the same house, then we should be okay. I guess. Yeah. But what happens when you take your tablet or whatever to Montana's? Well, there you go. Your kid decides to log in from there. I'm sitting at Tim Hortons watching the movie on my phone. Yeah. Um, which is not impossible. I've seen people do that. Oh, IP. There's another one. Yes. Yes, Zach, you're right. IP. I'm just a I'm a technological impaired <laughs> dunce. <laughs> what do you mean they're always watching us? Uh yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's it, uh glad to know that people are watching. So the other thing is uh there was a, a huge drop of subscribers. Yeah, they uh they lost something like quarter to half a million subscribers. Yeah, and I mean the the big uh, the big thrust of that was uh, the suspension of service in, in Russia. Uh, in Russia, but I, I don't get how you can cut off service to an entire country and not expect your subscription count to go down. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, they can't pay you with money that's been outlawed. Are you gonna use use the war in Russia to release your numbers? Like people, maybe they won't notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, no Netflix. We see you. We saw what you did. Yeah. Um, and it, you know what? I said this when we, we talked about this yesterday, and the whole alternative subscription model that that ad based modeling. You know what? It was coming whether they had a loss, a, a profit loss, or, or not. Or not. It it was coming. Yeah. Is that, I have no way of knowing this, but do you think that this ad-based subscription model, do you think that the pricing will be attractive enough to uh, actually um, uh, entice people to switch over to it? I don't think so. I see your point. I don't know what you're pointing at. Switch that. I don't even see what you're talking about. This guy. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. But uh I don't think it's going to entice anyone. Even if anything, it's going to cause people to leave. Like you go to Netflix to get away from commercials. That is true. The whole, uh, whole model was based on commercial free. Yeah. Well, and tailored exactly to you. It, it didn't start that way. Netflix, Not, no, oh, Net, I guess it Net, started in the box. Netflix, Netflix started as a, uh, a rental ma- a mail in rental service. Yeah. yeah. Rent your movies from us and we'll mail them to you. Yeah. So that kind of killed blockbuster. But again, yeah, did it ever. Um, <laughs> The whole, but I mean, the streaming, uh, the streaming world has changed so quickly, it has. especially in the last couple of years where everybody and their dog suddenly wants to have their own. And it's like half the reason why I, I, I dumped cable and got rid of satellite was so that I could just watch shows. I mean, I, I'm at, I've succumbed to the, the real, the reality that I don't read print media anymore. I don't get, you know, I don't subscribe to a traditional newspaper. Um, I get all my stuff online Hmm. and I mean, there isn't, uh, you know, a a news article or a news story out there that you cannot find for free that you need. So same sort of thing with my, uh, with my television, uh, my viewing habits, but it's, it's funny now because everybody wants to, you know, have their own. It's almost like cable all over again. It is. Yeah, yeah. And it's all connected. Like with the cost of living continuing to rise, you know, people are being forced to choose what stays and what goes. Yeah. And that yeah, comes yeah, down yeah. to a matter of content. So sorry. Know. what I missed that comment there. Dan had a, another comment saying they could tell the difference between cellular login and a home-based router. Now, Dan, you work in computers, so you definitely have the advantage on that one because I'm not really sure. See, this is it. I'm just a plain old user. I don't know how any of this technology works. I will take your word for it. Um, I guess the bottom line is, is this going to negatively impact you know, the majority of consumers, maybe, I don't know. I, I think if, uh, if, if the pricing, if this, if an ad based, uh, model allows Netflix to drop the price, I, I don't expect it to drop, but let's just say, uh, put a stay on it so that, you know, some of the price, like we've seen price creep in the action figure world in the last yeah. few years, how quickly that's gone up. And, uh, Netflix even has gone up a couple of times in the yeah. last decade. So let's say, you know, maybe instead of getting two price increases in a decade, we get, you know, one price mm. increase in a decade. If that's enough and if there's enough buy-in to the, to the ad-based model, I'll just keep what I have yeah, and, and enjoy it until it comes to a point where I can no longer get what you need. From yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I need to go to ad-based, having that option might be good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a wait and see for me. Yeah. But, uh. In other news, yeah, 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 uh, the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man is coming at us this year. 
Oh, really? And the series is relaunching again, I believe this week. I think it might have been pushed back from last, but uh so wait, we'll uh, another we're going back to one. Oh, okay. But we're uh, this will be the sixth volume of the book. Do they still do the stupid zero issue thing? Uh no, not so much, but they do like point whatever issues if oh. they need extra story. Oh, oh like in betweens? Yeah. But uh I don't know why you don't just give it a full number. Well, <laughs> that's the thing with this one in six issues, it's going to probably revert because that'll be the 900th issue. Now, are we talking that's the 900th issue since, since Spider-Man's first appearance in Amazing Fantasy? Uh, no, that'd be the 900th since Amazing Spider-Man number one. Oh, okay. In okay. 67, I think. Sure. Sure. But 900 books or 900 single issues is what you're saying yep do annuals count no they're numbered into those are secondary things yeah yeah, these are just spider-man straight books okay well that's cool um i've seen this cover before yeah you've shown it to me i'm not a fan of this you want to do you want to talk about the uh the obvious um um the 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 thumb in the room uh you can talk about the thumb (laughs) in the room i'll talk about the thwip in the or the thwip not in the room not the thwip okay so the thumb in the room there's uh, some discussion about the the pose, the that thumb placement. The thumb placement makes uh, makes it look like the the spider penis. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, I don't see why not. The, the spider dong. Oh, <laughs> the spider appendage. Yeah. Um, it's just some poorly placed anatomy for uh, for a comic book, especially uh, from uh, somebody who is so attached to the character. Like, yeah, not, yeah and yeah. it's not even like him first it's you want to talk father about, first i was gonna say you want to talk about who that is yeah it's john ramita john jr. jr and on <laughs> top of that cover. he's missing a finger because i don't care which book it is but spider-man does not finger gun his webs out it yeah, is a thwip. yeah it's a yeah it's a thwip oh <laughs> we got a comment from dan <laughs> coming in here dan says i can see his peter tingle <laughs> peter oh. tingle for the win yeah <laughs> well done so will this book get recalled because there's like 50 covers or something for it i don't know i used to hack on mcfarlane for his exaggerated uh, i love po- mcfarlane his exaggerated posing because it was just anatomically impossible but this ranks up there with like dumb da dumb dumb <laughs> dumb They're going for it this time it's so bad uh and as soon as you say it once you see it you can't unsee it it's there forever yeah it's almost as uh Man, that's almost more offensive than the uh, what was it, the Spider Woman cover. Remember that? Oh, the Milo Manera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say she's the, wearing skin tight. Nothing. Sure, I'd say that. The and Peter, the Frank Cho thing that followed it. The Peter Tangle might be more offensive than that. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Depends what Frank Cho does with it. Oh, we got another co- uh, comment coming in here. This time from Kelly. Kelly says that uh, C three PO card comes to mind. I'm not. Do you catch the? Reference? I'm not familiar with. I'm that. not familiar with the reference, Kelly. Maybe you can expand on that a little bit more because yeah, I remember the sure. uh, the winterized Wookie. The winterized Wookie. <laughs> Happy time, Chewbacca. Do from, tell. I think it was Power of the Force. Okay. Where he's supposed to be covered in snow, but it don't look like no snow. <laughs> <laughs> you saying Chewie's got a coke habit? Uh, or he's got a really, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the goldenrod card, the trading card. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, uh, let's see if I can pull that up here. Um, let's see if I can get it on my phone. The goldenrod. Well, I know he's got a red arm at some point. Uh, he does have a red arm in the sequel trilogy. And 
Uh, no, it's not the Mandela effect. He's always had a silver leg. Yeah. Well, um, and at first he was naked. Well, <laughs> chronologically, he was naked. Oh, sorry. I was going by uh, production dates. C three PO. Yoda was in charge of release dates. Golden. Uh, gold. Oh my lord! I can't even spell. Golden rod card. Inanimate carbon rod. Well, yeah. So there we go. Here we go. Yes. Now that you have mentioned, uh, now that you say that, um, good lord, we should. <laughs> no. That's awful. That is terrible. That is so so awful. <laughs> like who, who greenlit that? Like there you go, folks. <laughs> that is. I mean, that's all kinds of wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How the most explicit Star Wars photo of all time made it onto a trading card. <laughs> <laughs> and of a droid. You know, right. some dude in the in the. Um, <laughs> Facebook generic Facebook user says, I'm shocked that you guys have never seen that before. You know, I'm shocked. I've never seen it before either. I consider yeah. myself to be a pretty heavy duty star Wars fan. And that's a new one for me. Yeah, <laughs> Never seen that one. Just goes to say, you know, you're, I'm always learning something, I guess. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd love to know the story behind that. Now I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> my God, that might be a whole other episode. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, so um yes, Kelly, very reminiscent of the goldenrod card, uh, the Peter Tingle. <laughs> uh, the Peter Dingle? Oh, oh my I God. don't want to hear about that one. <laughs> right. But uh in uh, the same vein here, there's also going to be a Spider-Man and Venom title oh, for really? the fast approaching 21st annual free comic book day. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it's the one day of the year everybody gets a chance to sample some books from a huge variety of publishers. Uh, it's a great day for the comic community in general. Like, even if you don't read, get out to your local comic book shop and you might just find something you didn't know that you'd love. It's been a long time since I've I've followed um, anything you know, in terms of, of comic books, but uh, free comic book day is always, uh, there's always something. Yeah, it's you become know, whether, like a hallowed day for me. Uh, I can remember when they launched and that's, oh. They launched one of my favorite, favorite uh, runs of Green Lantern on Free Comic Book Day with nice. uh, Blackest Night, uh, the, the the little prelude Blackest mm. Night. Love that. Well, this year there are 46 different titles to choose from, so there's going to be something for everyone. Yeah, and it's not just the big guys, too. More of the independents. Yeah, like, there's a lot of indie books that yeah, come through here. Lots of the independents are getting involved now. So, they're again, like you say, there probably is something for everyone. Yeah, and uh, we got a little clip here from one of our friends, Jeff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's Jeff. play that. This Jeff. Is Jeff uh, from New Books, 1120 Simcoe Street North in Oshawa. And I hope you're all having a fantastic day. It looks beautiful out there. And, um, yeah, free comic book day. It's, it's... So we are going to have tons and tons of free comics. Like, you're going to be able to come in here. And this whole area here, it's got books right now. But this whole area, I'm going to be clearing out. There's going to be a couple tables set up in here, and it's going to be total comics. You'll be able to walk in, grab five to six comics. They'll be, uh, I'll be filling this up with some pops, so you'll be able to grab a pop on the way out. I might have some other little goodies and stuff. There's going to be balloons and, and stickers and, yeah, there's all types of stuff. It's a great day. There'll be sales on everything in store on that Saturday, Saturday, May 7th. 
So you come in, you check your stuff out, you, you grab some comics, you pick up some some good merchandise at a at a discounted rate, and yeah, it's going to be a fantastic day. Saturday, May seventh. Hopefully, the weather stands up for us. So yeah, come on in, check it out, come and chat, have a good time, and I hope you all have a great weekend, and don't forget about us. Alright, new out, thank you. So yeah. Man, like, he can phone that stuff in anytime, he's yes. great. <laughs> yeah, he quite often does like little live streams on Facebook, and uh, just to let you know time, what's coming out. Half the time I catch them after he's done them, because I'm usually doing something else. But, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. And uh, just a reminder, that's uh, New Books, North Oshawa, Simcoe Street. Yep. Yeah, hard to miss them. I mean, they're yeah, uh, they're, they're pretty visible there. They're on the west side of uh, of the street. Yeah. Uh, but hey, if, if you're, you're not, yeah, I was going to say, if yeah. you're not, if you're not in Oshawa, you should find your local comic. Yeah, book for more information, go check out freecomicbookday.com. Ah, and they should better. be able to direct you to a location. Even better. Yeah. Um. Next up here. <laughs> Oh, and here's here, where the Trump part comes here in. Here we go. We're going uh, back. <laughs> this one was weird. Uh, this episode this week was uh, the unmasking of Rudy Giuliani. Now, are you a masked singer fan? I was into it for seasons two and three, but then it kind of got boring for me. This is the thing with being a, a cord cutter and a streamer is that I am so on the outs with some of the the can you call this a reality show? I guess it's a reality yeah, show. Somewhat reality show. Uh, I wasn't aware of this until like, until it started getting talked about online and, and then hunting down YouTube clips and seeing some of the really like awesome exposure uh, yeah. reveals. And this one, the other day, it wasn't even that it was Rudy Giuliani. The first thing I read was that uh, Ken had walked yeah, off stage. And I'm stage. like, what, what happened to force a comedian or any of the judges for that matter to, uh, to walk off the stage. And then, of course, to find out that it's uh, the former you know, Trump attorney, former attorney. Yeah, yeah. Funny, funny people don't go a former mayor of New York City. Yeah. It's now like you <laughs> the guy who tried to overthrow yeah, democracy yeah. was like a great mayor, like one of the most well-remembered mayors of New York. Horrible, horrible uh, legacy to leave. Yeah. And horrible song, like not a horrible song, but a horrible performance of it. I don't even do you. I got a sh really got short a clip? Clip. Got a clip. Oh, yeah. Let's run that. The haters spoke up. Said, leave this one alone. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. George Thorogood. George Thorogood, bad to the bone. Yeah, I. I feel bad for him. For George. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, you know, the unmasking, as you said, caused Judge Ken Jong to walk off stage. So this is a still technically a Fox show. It is, which is weird because this is this is, I guess, one of those things that did not fall under the Disney acquisition hmm. uh, because. I don't know if that falls into there. I don't know how that works. We're not going to see this turn up on, uh, on Disney plus more than likely. No. Oh, and if we do, maybe this episode will be uh, stricken, <laughs> omitted. but it'll live on, on the internet forever. The internet is forever. Yeah. 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 So uh, the second clip here. Yeah. Before I met you, I'm done. I'll break a thousand more baby. Wow. So bad. Wow. For a guy who's so outrageously over the top, I have never seen him that serious. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Okay. And, I'm and like the other judges, Jenny and, uh, Oh, Nicole. Okay. They were, they were still towing the company line. They were cheering, you know, acting all, Oh yeah. Great. It's him. Right. But even Robin was kind of like, uh, it's cringeworthy. It is. And not just for the performance, but like, why I know again, I know it's Fox, but even like, 
Well, they asked him because when he did it, when they recorded this, he was like yeah, knee yeah, deep yeah. in the whole scandal trial. Oh, oh they're right, like, so why are you here right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, I wanted to show my granddaughter that you can do anything. I was like, bad timing. So do you think that's him putting a phone call into somebody and maybe and trying to whitewater or <sighs> rebrand himself or something? That's going to take a lot more than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the news was all abuzz with it on Thursday morning. And uh, what was it? I think NBC or CNBC, they had like a three-person panel and they said, you know, is this what reality TV has come to trying to guess the voice of celebrities in furry suits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> furry suits. Yeah. Is there, there's an innuendo there. There is. <laughs> but I That's don't know. Funny. Uh, when they perform well, they perform well. And I know that they do get some like gag type people on there, but so we got a, uh, we got a message. It didn't come through, uh, on the stream, but, uh, from your wife Uh who says that free comic book day is Andrew's Christmas. It It totally is (laughs) Andy's Christmas. Oh, that's good to know. (laughs) So wait, if we say you can't go to free comic book day, you'll like, I'd be sad. Okay. But what if we sent somebody that, to get everything for you and then home delivered it? Well, but that that takes the fun out of it. No, yeah, you want to go. You want to have that experience. Yeah, to see what's new. And- uh, talking about comic books again, just for a quick second. Um, fingers crossed the world does not go back at, uh, into lockdown. Mm-hmm. I They're sitting up there. I printed my tickets for Niagara Falls Comic Con. So it's official. We are going. <laughs> there you go. All right, are you going this year? No. You're not going at all? No. Not at all. Okay. I thought at least I'd see you on the Saturday, but eh. all right. Well, that's fine. I'll take pictures for you. All right. All right. What do you got now? Uh, next up, we got a few more figure reveals that came this week. Oh, nice. And it came out of Hasbro Pulse. Yep. And these are the first batch to do away with that plastic view window. And I got uh, some mixed feelings on that. I do as well. I get it. I, I do as well. Um, oh, I did not see all of these. Uh, now, the Dr. Octopus and the Silk. Were a previous oh, okay. mention, but I think they put them in there and, just to balance it out. And Spider Ham, Spider Ham, yeah, Spider Ham. He's packaged with Spider Man Noir. Is this a, a is this a reissue of the last Ham? I think so. Okay, I mean, I didn't get the last one, so I I don't I don't know. Yeah. So first up here, we have the Amazing Fantasy uh, number fifteen inspired sixtieth anniversary right, figure. Right, right. Did you see there was a, a split screen uh, that went out from Pulse where they showed this figure uh, packaging beside the Toy Biz version of this one? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, it's that, but. and the Toy Biz one. I mean, you go think about the Toy Biz packaging. Yeah. It's a hundred percent clear right. plastic clamshell. Yep. Huge difference. Uh, do you want to run through the figures first, or do you want to yeah, want to talk about the packaging? Let's run through the figures. Okay, first. let's do that. So uh, this amazing span, uh, uh, amazing fantasy Spider-Man might just be the most exciting thing for me because to me this is like '60s cartoon Spider-Man with the spider way, the web wings. Yeah, love the web, web wings. wings. Yeah, different yeah. attachments there. Uh, next up, we have the Future Foundation Spider-Man in uh, stealth mode. This is beyond me, so I, I don't know who this is. Uh, it's still Spider-Man, but it, uh, at um, one point, the Fantastic Four were running the Future Foundation. So Spider-Man, who's under the suit? Peter Parker. Peter, okay. Because, yeah. I mean, there's people. There is a lot of spider So that's why I just had to quantify that, who's yeah. under the suit. No, it's still Peter, because, <laughs> okay. again, you know, he's one of the big brains of the Marvel Universe. That's so true. That is true. Yeah. The Future Foundation and... They did some good work before everything went weird. Uh, this is pretty cool, though, because we got a, with the Love and Thunder wave, we got an all movie wave. But with this, we have an all Spider-Man. Pretty close to all Almost Spider-Man. Almost all yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. All Spider-related, anyway. Uh, 
uh, for the most part. Uh, next up, we have, uh, I don't know if this one's a straight up reissue, but yep. I would love to get this one. Yep. It is the Iron Spider. Now, I, yeah, that's the other one. I'm like, is that not a reissue? I don't know for sure, but I, I don't have it. So I currently want it. I always liked this. I mean, I was aware of who the Iron Spider was. So when it came down to the MCU, I was really hoping for something a little closer to this. Yeah. Eh, we didn't get that. But at least we didn't get something cool. Yeah. yeah. We did. The, with the extra arms. Yeah. 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 Or the legs, I guess. Yeah. Extra spider legs. I did like that. But uh, next up, we have technically our first two pack. And it is Spider-Man Noir and Spider-Ham. And this is out of their appearance in Into the Spider-Verse. I can hear Nick Cage going, yes, I know. Right now. <laughs> so I, I know they've released both of these before, but I don't know if it's a new sculpt for Noir or not. I don't know. But is he gonna does he have a holster on his leg? Is that like a pistol holster? I believe so. Uh, I wonder, does he actually come with a firearm? Maybe. You know that um um uh Warner Brothers. So uh, this came out in the the McFarland thing. Warner Brothers, uh, no more uh, because of the uh, because no more pew pews. Yeah, no more pew pews with their uh, toys. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Batman never needed a gun, but there are DC. Well, so but uh, Batman, uh, Thomas Wayne, Batman. Ah, yes. So characters like him, uh, Deathstroke, a bunch of other characters who are firearm centric. uh, McFarlane is is doing the uh, adult collector line, the 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 seven inch uh, DC multiverse. Um, I know this is not talking about Spider-Man or Marvel Legends, but it is action figure related. Yeah. Um, McFarlane has said there is a workaround. Um, and the likelihood is that you know, will there be generic uh seven-inch scale weapon packs that are not branded? Mm. Probably. Will they? Will they fit in the hands of the <laughs> Warner Brothers uh, proprietary characters? Probably. <laughs> yeah why not they used to do so, with gi joe so. yeah 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 well yeah, that's a whole other story there why why the the current line of gi joes are all carrying nerf blasters because <laughs> then they don't have to pay a royalty to the people who actually own the the firearms there you go like colt and six hour and all those other companies yeah but they use laser blasters in the cartoon they do yeah yeah, yeah in the comic book well uh, to some degree in the comic book too yeah, yeah. so no you're right okay so back to spider-man yeah 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 so uh, if you want all your... that because he had a holster, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, next up, we have another two pack and it is spinning out of the pages of Spider-Man. Renew your vows. It yeah. is Spider-Man and Spinternet. So is this a version of like MJ? Uh, this is a version of MJ. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, the suit she wears there basically mimics a bit of Spider-Man's powers. Right. So he gets power decreased, but she gets powered up. Oh, and I'm pretty sure this is a reissue of the retro Spider-Man. Yep that just came out and everybody is still clamoring for. So if you missed your chance to get it there, I saw all the comments around this yeah. one, people who are like, I'm not paying for a, a retro one. Uh, if this one's coming out, yeah. All you scalpers can go suck it. Basically. But other, <laughs> other than that though, this is the first one to come with a set of web crawling hands. I, yeah, I see that with the fingertips. So yeah. yeah, yeah. This, by the way, this is my Spider-Man for my Spider-Man and his amazing friends display. Yep. Speaking of the amazing friends, because I just happen to have one right here. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man and his amazing friends includes this lovely lady. Yeah. Firestar. MJ, though, that's interesting. I didn't know that MJ took a turn at uh, at uh, superheroing. Well, it was uh, it spun out of that whole Secret Wars 
redo. Really? Oh, the, 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 the more modern recent one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And then they had a five issue arc there and then they picked it up, I think for a 23 or 24 issue regular series. Yeah. Before it all came down. But well, one thing's for sure. I mean, there's no shortage. I mean, it's a, what's the, what's the industry term? The Marvel legends are evergreen. I mean, there's yeah, just there's always never ending supply of characters and, and, likenesses and variations of things yeah. that you can just keep going and going and going and going we got a comment here from sean yeah 35 bucks for the figures with no build a figure parts i wish it were that cheap yeah 35 with no bath yeah if we could all at 35 i'd be like okay uh but yeah. sadly that's not likely going to be the case no because we have a slide coming up here with the bad news wow i mean is it the one the that there's the gamestop uh oh okay so uh, we can talk about the, we've already mentioned price creep. We've had what two in uh, 20, yep. 2021. We've had one this year. Yeah. And, and they're, they're forecasting more uh, uh, later on this year. Yeah. So it's not, is the action figure uh, or, or will adult collectors be relegated to, you know, will we be pushed out of the, of the hobby? I don't know. It kind of feels like they're trying. I mean, th this is not the uh, 38, 45 or in the case of like defender strange who was like yeah 59. 59 that's not a toy that mom or dad no, or you're not grandma, buying that for little billy's 10th birthday maybe grandma might if grandma's you know like, maybe she's because that's grandma's job she's gotta get rid of the spoil money. gotta spoil them kids <laughs> right right spoil them because they're not yours yeah i don't know but i i you know we are sort of the I don't say the target audience, but we are the ones who are, are spending the big bucks on these particular. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, will there be a point I'm already at the point now. And I, th I came to this mm, a couple of years ago, I guess when I did the big purge was, uh, I'm never going to be a completist on any toy line. So now it's, it's the, what really emotionally resonates with me. And so now I gotta be, not only do I have, and trust me, a lot of stuff emotionally resonates with me. And that's, that's the whole foundation <laughs> of, of nostalgia, problem. right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I see a thing and I go, Oh, I really need that. But then I have to go, no, but do I, sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, you know what it's like, I mean, we live in an isolated area, so like you don't, you're, we're already disadvantaged if you're not yeah. buying it or ordering it online. Yeah. It's not like we can hop in the car and be at Walmart in 10 yeah, it's minutes. It's not going to so. be readily available. You got to be. On oh it. yeah. You're right. You're right. For us to go out and do a shopping day is a, is a, well, yesterday was a full day. Yeah. A full day just to go in and hit all the spots where we would get, you know, be able to go and have a, a fairly productive shopping experience. So, mm. Yeah. I know this next one is definitely not on your got to have it list. Which one? It is the two pack of null and venom. Yeah. I mean, uh, cause what did I say to you yesterday? I'm like, what? I don't understand this venom thing. What? And what is this? It was like, uh, what I say? It was, uh, ebony Ma with hair. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, this is from the crossover there. Not long ago, the King in black, which is where null comes out. of. I'm not going to lie. Um, if I was a big Venom fan, that's a pretty good looking Venom. Apparently that's a repaint of the movie version that came out not long ago. Is it really? But this time he's got symbiote wing attachments and it looks good to me. Yeah. Like if you need a Venom, this is a pretty good Venom. Yeah. 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 Uh, next up we have the Peter and Ned two pack. All right. Is it, you got any more for this? Uh, you got any more? A couple more actually. Okay. So I'm going to. Yeah. Remember that because we're going to come back to this one because this is where, when we talk about the packaging thing, yeah. I want to focus on this one. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm not exactly uh, sold on the Peter head sculpt on this one. I don't think yeah. it's Tom Holland enough. 
Well, here's the but thing. The I mean, good. So, I mean, unfortunately for us, we're looking at it on a monitor, so you can't, it's hard to tell. The imagery on the box does not necessarily reflect what's the, in the, the figure that we're looking at. I mean, it's looking at Ned, so it's not the same pose. I don't know. It looks a little bit better on the box than what it does uh, in the in the side by side. Uh, got a comment here from Sean coming in. Uh, yeah, says sure. that. Uh, the uh venom one is going for over 75 dollars. yeah it is uh the movie one the movie one the yeah movie one, right? okay. from the uh, venom pool wave uh 75 canadian dollars yeah oh okay well that's god if i'm spending 75 dollars on a figure it had better mm-hmm. that's like <sighs> sh figure arts yeah you know, uh, uh really even yeah. some of the like neca high end or uh, yep. uh even some of the the super uh, super seven a lot ultimates. of the import stuff yeah 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 that's import range yep but uh we've got another one here and it's not exactly spidey related but i know a lot of people have been asking about it okay and it is a new version of toad from the brotherhood of evil mutants i'm okay with that you know uh i always thought you know i i never understood that the the whole toad thing why does toad look like a court jester but uh, sure okay yeah. it works and he's being released on that 20th anniversary style on the, the toy biz retro yeah uh, yeah so yeah, it yeah. still includes that clamshell piece but or the plastic bubble well anyway. i mean that i mean that's hasbro showing us that uh you know that clamshells aren't dead in the Completely water gone, but no. isn't didn't they put a deadline on it though something Maybe. like 2025 or something trying to phase out plastics or something yeah it's funny because they're selling plastic uh single use plastics single use plastic that's the buzzword right single Uh, use single use plastics true and last on the list here and certainly not least though leaping right off the screen of the 1994 spider-man series on fox we have the retro card lizard that's a pretty good looking lizard it's a good looking i'm not gonna lie that's a pretty good look in my opinion this one's a little bit overdue though considering he was the first villain spidey faced off with in that series uh now is this how does this rate compared to the build a figure one? The build a figure is a whole lot more lethal looking. Yeah, this, this is, is a definitely more cartoony. Cartoony, yeah, I get that style. Too. I get that as well. But if that's the the version you're trying to assemble, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a whole lot more affordable than the build a figure. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm currently in the middle of trying to build that. We'll and, see. Uh, we'll see what the price point is on these when they drop. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the release date is on these? Uh, I do not know, but I do know that the pre order has already gone up. Oh, so it's it could be any time between now and uh, three years from now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> here, here's our elephant in the room. Okay. And it is the another price. Well, increase. there you go. So, I mean, here is the, now this is the pre-order page, the landing page for yeah, them. For uh, GameStop. So look at Canada. that. I mean, uh, let's see their Iron Spider. Now, they, I guess they're pricing him as a deluxe at $47.99. Yep. Okay. So, I mean basic figure uh basic figure is like 42.99 42.99 now that not isn't necessarily hasbro setting that not necessarily no that is a mix of you know the retailer uh and the i don't even know if hasbro has a minimum uh an map maybe a minimum advertised price for people who are not in there in the retail world Man, I, again, so I look at that, and really, for me, the only thing that kind of got my interest in that was the, the Peter and Ned set. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's another MCU set, and Ned's kind of a, you know, great little sidekick character. He is. I get, can I call him the sidekick? Is that right? Is I, he the he's sidekick? the guy in the chair. Yeah, the guy in the chair. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, Don't think I'm going to get him. Really? Don't think I'm going to get him. Not at $80. At wow. $80, that puts them each at, uh, in the $40 range. Yeah. 
and as as a forty dollar action figure, um, no, he should be like a twenty nine dollar action figure or less. I if in a perfect world, I mean, I get it. There's always going to be price creep. There's going to be price increases, and the cost of doing business is just that. It and it never goes down. No, but we have seen so many price hikes over the the, the last two years. It's uh, just unreal. And I know that supply and demand is you know supply has really been the the big issue. Uh, I mean. COVID has affected everything and, and we're seeing it in the, in the wallets. Yeah. So, um, fortunately I have this hobby, which is far more expensive than action figures, but, uh, purchases are, are far uh, less, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I replaced a camera this year, uh, to the tune of several, what I could have replaced several action figures with, but it's a, you know, it's a once in several years purchase. Right. Mm. So I don't know. I'm not out of toys. I'm going to be much more selective. Can we go back to that? Uh, the yeah. two, the two pack image. I want to talk about the packaging here about this whole, Oh, so let's, All I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to put that out there right now. Um, you guys who are watching who are, uh, in the toy communities or who are, uh, action figure collectors, this is the new packaging. This is an all, uh, all cardboard, all cardstock packaging. There is no window on this. Uh, this is not a pre-production uh, uh, photo of what the figures will look like in the box with the with the blister. No, this is the box. This, this is what is it's box this art. is what it's going to be, which means you will no longer have the tactile experience of picking up the package on the shelf, visualizing the figure in person, and then going, "Oh, that looks." And I've done this many times. It looks better in hand than it does yeah photos. So, and the more sinister aspect, well, you want to talk about that? A lot of figure swapping going on. How many LeBron James is, do you need to see without heads? Yeah. Now that's, it's already pervasive. Um, are people going to be so bold that they're going to go and uh, figure swap in the store with these? Maybe. How many empty boxes are going to get returned? <sighs> Who knows? Right. I mean, already your big retailers, uh, Walmart, Toys R Us, don't care. Yeah. They, they just, they get a return policy. They just take it back. And you know what? You cannot blame the retailer on that. It's not their job to know. Minimum wage Johnny and Jenny, who have two kids and are having craft dinner and soup, do not know who your favorite superheroes are, nor should they. It's not their responsibility. No. They just have a job to do, and that's all they're doing. It just makes it that much easier for the unscrupulous yeah. people that are out there who are already doing it, who will do it, who see this as a wonderful opportunity to. Yeah, they know. do it now with a window box and you can blatantly see what absolutely. And then people like you and I who like go, that's not right. Yeah, uh, there's nothing you can do about it. And I, I mean, it, it hurts. It hurts the it hurts the retailer. It yep. hurts the, the, the collector. It hurts. It hurts, hurts the, everybody. Yeah, yeah not a victimless crime it's not a less of an issue i think and, and i had this discussion uh made a comment today on a youtube video that talked exactly about this it's not the best uh, solution uh oh you got a comment here coming oh. in what's that uh <laughs> zach says uh, i'm gonna feel like brad pitt what's in the box in the box. i get certain figures and i can see when they're messed up yeah absolutely That's true. like you get a wrong paint app or something and... so here's yeah so let's talk about that for a second manufacturers defects now yes. uh i work in the toy industry and i see this all the time i see a high-end collectible figure comes in from wholesale um a hand has fallen off or a head has fallen off it's not broken but it's fallen off yeah well 
the savvy collector, even though they know, like, okay, it's not broken, but I'm an inbox collector, yeah, so I'm not. I'm never gonna. Open. I'm never gonna buy that one. I'll buy the one that's intact. Yeah. Um. But again, that's why this is part of why I wanted to focus on this one. Uh, going back to that whole, it looks better in hand than it does. Yeah. The question I have specifically about this one because it's their movie characters. Again, pre-production sample or production. Mm. Because a lot of the we, we see the renderings a lot, right? You see yeah. a, a rendering of an action figure before you see a prototype. Yeah. If that if the photograph on that is pre-production, and I open the box and the portrait on the figure does not look like it does on the box, that's the thing that's going to bother me the most because I'm an open box collector. Everything I buy gets opened. It all gets uh, put up somewhere here, there, around, somewhere on the shelf, somewhere here on the shelf. Them. It yes, but it is openly displayed, and if it does not look like what the box is telling me it looks like i kind of feel like it's it's kind of false advertising a little bit misleading yeah, at least yeah, yeah. i mean again i've said this before but like with what <laughs> mcfarland why are, are you still hand painting the damn things like he might be get on with the face print technology because the 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 there's no consistency with the portrait on a mcfarland figure at least yeah. with the with a hasbro figure now and marvel legends kind of led the way with the face print technology but again, that's the thing that bothers me the most is that the figure's not going to look like what I expect it to look like because yeah. the photograph is a pre-production thing. If Hasbro can come out and, and say, no, no, the photographs are production samples, fine. Then I, I, I'm okay with this. And to some degree, I, I mean, I already deal with this in some of the other packages that I, I buy Transformers. There's no window on a Titan-class Transformer. Yeah. There's no window on a... On a um, Oh my God! What's what are they calling it now? Commander class, like uh, Jetfire with Commander mm. class. There's no windows on those. Skylinks, no window on that. Do you do you have that faith in the company to deliver on what they're advertising? I don't know. I don't know. With the um, amount they're raising the price, yeah, it's scary. That sinister, but the sinister part of it that does that is worse. That does bother me. Do you do you buy from a reputable online retailer and? with the uh, you know the understanding that if it's i buy from the from warehouse yes if i yeah. buy it from the online retailer um they're not going to risk their name to, yeah. to pull a fast one on me so the the reasonable expectation is that i am getting what i'm paying for and it will not be a johnny rotten guy who who figure swapped and put it and returned it and then, yeah. and then walmart put it back on the peg yeah which we've seen many many times in person too all right. Well, that's all I got to say on the packaging. Yeah. It's it's not as big a concern to me just because I'm an open box guy. But for all you inbox collectors, I really feel I feel for you. I'm yeah. sorry. All right. You got it. What do we got now? Uh, we got one more before we dive into a trailer. Oh, so all right. This what one is ongoing and uh, it is Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. The libel suit oh, boy. is going on right now and it's just finished its second week. He lost his case in the UK. Did he? He did. Uh, he tried to to sue her in the UK, and the, in the UK, the said no. They basically threw it out. Um, so they were allowed to print the article. Hmm. And uh, this, I don't know. I mean, uh, I get the Coles Notes version of this one. Be, like I get sort of the because I follow a lot of enter. Obviously, considering what we do, yeah. I follow a lot of entertainment outlets. So the entertainment outlets don't necessarily report word like word. like hard journalism. You know what yeah, I mean? It's all that. buzzwords and kind of fluffiness. So you get like the headline about him admitting to his drug use with other celebrities. Yeah. Um, 
that kind of stuff, which I don't know, but like gut feeling and I, I have no basis of, there's no basis of fact. There's no, this is just my opinion. But from what I've heard coming from both camps, I feel like they were uh, toxic for each other. I, I mean, look at this, the duration of their marriage. It was yeah. what, a, a year. If it was that. really, really, really short. And I think that she, as much as she's saying that she was a victim, and I'm not saying that she wasn't, she very well could have been and probably yeah. was. If you think you've been victimized, hey, that's that's for you, and I I believe you. But I also think that she gave as good as she got. Mm-hmm. Does it make it right for either of them? No. No, but um, I don't think either of them are as innocent as they uh, no. as they would want you to believe. Well, I did read one thing where they focused in on a 2013 text message okay. from uh, Depp to his friend, Paul Benton. Oh, Vision. Vision, yeah. Oh. And uh, he had mentioned some very dark actions to take against her. What, uh, is and this the one about... Um, possibly burning her. Oh, I thought I was going to say, was it a hanging or a burning? Burning. Burning, okay, okay. And Benton, replies, you know, upon careful consideration, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> but uh, his his reaction to that in the courtroom is, you know, in the heat of the pain I was feeling, I went to dark places. And yeah, you know, it's a text message between friends. It There's, doesn't mean yeah. you're gonna follow through on it. No, you're you're right. But um, you know, yeah, people say a lot of things uh, in the heat of the moment that they don't mean. Yeah. The problem is when, when it goes past. That. Sure. Yeah. I mean, when you're in in a court of law. It's that, you know, that whole Miranda rights thing. Anything you say can and will be be used against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you know, you know, my feelings on this. Yep. And I'll say it again. We just touched on superheroes. So, I mean, it's, it's poetic here when I say like, if you're a celebrity, being a celebrity is a superpower and you have an obligation to use a superpower for good. And if you don't use it for good, then you're a villain. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So, you know. And there's, there's a whole thing, you know, superheroes have secret identities and that's why they're kept at home Yeah, and off, <laughs> off of television. Eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think this yeah. trial has the potential to get a whole lot uglier before it's all said. A hundred percent. It does but, for sure. You know, yeah. who knows where it'll end up? Uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens for Aquaman three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you catch that? He did say this. The one thing that came out this week, uh, specifically entertainment related, um, even if Disney did reverse their decision and offer him another pirate's role, he has said he would not take it Yeah, for something, even if they offered him 300 yeah, million, yeah. that's more than the cost of the film there, bucko. Yeah. Uh, no, no one's paying you that. They might, I don't know for three, <laughs> for 300 million. I think that there's a lot of people who would do a lot of weird crap. Yep. Yep. <laughs> wait, wait, you ever played that game? What would you do for a million dollars? No, but I remember uh, what would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> There's the whole, the, uh, when I was, uh, this came up when I was in the military, it was this whole, like this whole narrative of like, it, you know, what would you do for a million? And then they boiled it down to what would you all the way? Okay. If you, well, if you do that for a million, then what would you do for a hundred thousand? And if you do that for a hundred thousand, then what would you do? And so it came down, oh, no. I won't, I won't say what it came down to, but basically in the, in the depravity of that, uh, that boiled down to what you'd do for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny in a not public kind of way. <laughs> well, there you go in a black humor kind of way, dark humor kind of way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's shift gears here back to uh, some good stuff because the new Thor love and thunder trailer dropped this week. Uh, isn't it? It'll be in theaters July 8th. 
So remember when I said that Maverick was my most anticipated movie of uh, 20, <laughs> just maybe moved down 2022. It, uh, it may be overtaken. Although um, Maverick's going to be on screen before this one. So hmm. um, maybe once I've seen Maverick, I can say, yes, it was my most anticipated. And then I can, you know, <laughs> move on, switch it over to this one. <laughs> so I know a lot of channels have already done like really in-depth dives on this. Yep. yep. So I'm, we got a few slides here. We're not going to, dive in on like the uh, deepest of lore but oh i'm sure there's enough to talk about though just in the uh, in the in the most like cursory yeah uh, of senses there's certainly a lot going on oh there. my god this one is so packed with easter eggs and you know what uh they got me they got me right from the the as soon as the you hear that guitar the, as soon as though. the fade in came in and as soon as i heard the opening notes i'm like that's guns and roses yep i'm like i'm in <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've got me with zeppelin you got me again with guns and roses yep yeah, so we open the trailer. We see Thor running through the uh, forest, and uh, love the comic accurate. Yes. Yeah, love Jack that Kirby uh, reference there. I do like that they. Uh, it's teenage Thor. It is. You know, we run through boyhood, teenage, and then you know, grown adult. How much that uh, dovetails nicely into uh, the Loki thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, this, you know, it. It's a throwback right to uh, his first appearance in journey into mystery number 83. Yep. And you know, nice to see that. Uh, next up we have Thor telling us, you know, that these hands were once used for battle, but now they're humble tools for peace. I, well, and he I, goes as far as he plants Stormbreaker in the ground, like a tree plants it. Yeah. You know, what's funny is when I watched this uh, sequence, I was reminded of the garden sequence uh, from Endgame. Hmm. Yes, very much. I don't know why, but it just, I'm like, Oh, this kind of hang up his yeah, armor. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Vin Diesel has made mention of an Alpha Groot, which will be appearing at some point. So who knows if Alpha uh, Groot, who knows another of the species, maybe, but we don't know if that's, you know, it will it grow out of Stormbreaker or is Groot just going to continue to evolve? We do see uh, later on that Thor is still wielding Stormbreaker. So presumably it's later on the trailer. I I would think so. I think so. But uh we see, you know, Thor, he's taking his moment. He's getting back in fighting shape and uh, yeah. rocking the chains. Isn't that cool, though, that they're not going to gloss over like, oh, he's fit no. again. Yeah, he's actually got to go through it and do the work. You know, all the uh, and I really do think that uh, one of the criticisms uh, about Endgame was that they kind of glossed over the seriousness of, of the, the mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think they did. I mean, no, as you some, saw him at his lowest as somebody who has suffered uh, from uh, uh, post-traumatic stress. I honestly thought, you know what? That's uh, not far off the mark, to be honest with you. People react in, in a lot of different ways when yeah. they've been exposed to things like that. Uh, but I am glad that they are showing him getting back on the horse yeah. and kind of taking his life back. Yeah. And some people have uh, compared this, that he looks a little like Forrest Gump in the marathon stages. but. Uh, uh i see the resemblance i do like the hat though it is it on that hat is nice it's a yeah. nice throwback it's the avengers logo strongest avenger yeah with some marker on there <laughs> strongest avenger yeah and uh you know the trucker cap it's got the classic logo but it's probably not a nod to forrest gump it's probably no. a callback to another film what what are you thinking uh well a lot of people are thinking it's this vincent D'Onofrio oh no way in adventures in babysitting yes back that up one. Oh, that's it's pretty close that's hard to argue yeah and in that one you know 
I had forgot about him in that film. 1987, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, young Vincent D'Onofrio played a character named Dawson, who's a worker, and Sarah believes that he is the mighty Thor. Look how lean he is in that. Yeah. It's almost, it's, he's almost unrecognizable. Yeah, like that is not the kingpin. No, no, no. It is not Pyle. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a nice nod if it is indeed that one. I agree with that. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, the chains that he's using are hooked up to a giant. Right. And right. some people are speculating that it might be the body of a watcher. Really? Because the watchers, they're known they can, you know, shift their size. I know there was some discussion about uh, some of the other sequences in the uh, in the trailer that maybe this is an, uh, another allusion to that this is uh, Gore's work. It could be, yeah. That this is another another god, essentially or... a god that he's already. Uh... Yeah, because he does go on a bender and like just slaughters a ton of them. Yeah, even yeah, in the yeah. comics, he says, "You know, I've slaughtered thousands of gods." Right, right. So, I wonder if he's going to use that uh, voice. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Hopefully, he's got a whole new vocalization and a new, a new, uh, a new. Take on yeah, yeah. I, I hope don't so. want. I'm Batman. I do not want to repeat on that. No. <laughs> but uh, when Thor he finally gets back into shape and he reveals himself, you know, we get Peter Quill rolling his eyes and his head. Yeah, I mean, I love this moment. I don't know what the hell's going on here. He throws off that long coat or whatever it is that he's wearing, and and uh, he's there to be the savior. Yeah, I but mean, the costume is really reminiscent of Thunderstrike. Did the? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Does this? Does this planet remind you of uh, Sakar? A little bit, but all it, the the blue people. It, it kind of reminds me more that it might be the home planet of Yondu. I did hear something about that. Now, what are the, I can't remember what his people are called, but do not recall, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, there he is that, uh, world tree t-shirt. I do like that. It's a good look for him. It is a good look for him. I'm surprised. I do like the boots though. (laughs) Uh, I like the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, next up we go to, uh, Mount Olympus and there is a streak going across here and I want to know what that streak is. Right now that, so we've been talking about this for days and I keep thinking, what, what are you talking about? What are you yeah. talking? Okay. I but see it. Some people think, you know, maybe this is attack from Gore coming in or possibly, you know, the arrival of Thor and company to the place. Well, I mean, take a look at that now. Now, now that you mentioned that there is a scene later on in the trailer where it looks like Stormbreaker is, is generating the Bifrost. Does that not look like that same kind of rainbow hue? A little bit. Maybe it is. Maybe it's the, uh, the, the goat wagon maybe the goat goat boat goat wagon goat boat <laughs> thor's party boat the two the two goats on the boat in the boat yeah. yeah maybe it's that i don't know but you know it could be something else because we've seen silver streaks before. well yes and then so this is where you're kind of clamoring for yeah what if it is the silver surfer i that would be an interesting uh we're going all cosmic on this one so uh we're going more cosmic we are going more cosmic. yeah yeah I, i'd be okay with it you know silver it's, it's similar to the visual we got in fantastic four rise of the silver surfle yeah, silver surfer a sil- silver surfle not surfer silver surfle surfle the sil the 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 surfer silver maybe <laughs> okay we know what you're talking about <laughs> the that silver guy, guy. you know that the silver guy. guy yeah the guy from the cover of the satriani album yeah okay but uh we also go in and we get uh, a display of lightning bolts flying around the screen and we know that uh yeah russell crow is going to be playing Crow. zeus so there is a huge chance we're going to get hercules we're one literally one step away from uh, hercules and yeah. so here we go now is this going to be 
because let's let's presume for a second that it it is thor arriving on the steps of olympus to warn or whatever hey guess what's coming do we get the the thor hercules relationship played up as rivals or childhood friends based on the friendly rivalry i see with star lord yep i would think it just since we're introducing him they can start it off as you know a friendly rivalry interesting so not not a pre-existing like remember when we did this thing yeah i think they can just for the mcu they don't have to dive in that hard on the lore okay because like literally this will be the first time they've touched on zeus and the rest of the gods of olympus i keep thinking that with the uh, the absence of of uh odin that at some point we're going to get some version of the odin son maybe do you know what i mean like yeah, at some unless point, this is him becoming the odin son maybe at some point thor is going to you know uh fill the role of his father yeah well yeah. which he's left in the hands of valkyrie at the moment but. well i mean sure she's the de facto ipso de facto king ruler of asgard in his in his absence but i mean she's not the odin son no do you know what i mean like yeah but uh looks like there's going to be some swashbuckling elements at play here too yep uh because we see he's on a boat and it looks like maybe he might have just defeated a kraken <laughs> maybe yeah but uh this could be a possible nod to taika waititi's our flag means death uh which i have watched the entirety of and it is awesome as it it's not watched yeah it yet. it's really really good excellent but uh the other question is you know just who is this blue-haired mystery pirate I, gotta, I, so I don't really think she's anybody to be honest i think and i'm hoping i'm hoping that this is just one of many like whether it's a montage of like him trying like trying you know when you're trying to reinvent things. yourself right like i'm gonna do this for three months and then i'm gonna do th- so like he was a ravager for a while now he's a pirate maybe he'll do some maybe he'll like run a cafe or it's like just a bunch of like stupid unrelated things so he's just, just like breaking hearts along the way yeah yeah like this just could be like a crazy montage thing or maybe it's even a you know him fantasizing about doing something but i don't think that this is a major major thing not really but i hope it's a fun thing because it looks like it's a fun thing the whole movie looks like it's gonna be fun well i mean if ragnarok is not with the exception of, the, of you know killing all the gods it, arguably the guardians movies are probably the 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 most fun yeah. value but if ragnarok is not number three then i don't know what it is yeah. and i mean with with taika waititi back for this one yeah i feel like this is right in that same vein yeah but uh, next we're gonna find like you said uh, thor in yet another look and he's flying across the universe with a bit of a smile on there his it is and there's that uh that bifrost energy and yeah. we don't get it we don't get much more than that other than he's it's there it's projecting you don't see if he's in the boat we don't really know no but the one giveaway here and this is why i think this scene is going to be like pretty close to the end of the movie he's wearing that new mighty thor suit now is this comic inspired as well uh, i don't know for sure if it's comic inspired but this is what is revealed in that toy line uh it is with the golden helmet yeah 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 and technically there was an era where he was sporting a golden helmet is this going to be a new new Asgard? Maybe. I don't know. Find an uninhabited world that uh, could be. Who knows? Find a new place for the people since uh, another scene in this trailer tells us that new Asgard might be taking a beating. Do you think that's new Asgard? I, I know. Pretty sure it's new Asgard. Really? Yes. Oh, I never put that together. But uh, I just thought it was some random city on Earth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's definitely on Earth. 
Uh, next up, we are treated to a scene that is ripped straight out of the pages of the 2012 Jason Aaron run on Thor, God of Thunder. Right. And and here's that whole, um, you know, gores already laying waste to God right, across right, right. the universe. And there's our, you know, shot of Thor with his fur, uh, yeah. fur lined suit. And so there's Korg yeah, with also him. with his uh, fur. Does a guy made of rock need to wear fur? <laughs> no, but it makes him more cuddly. <laughs> Uh, I kind of wonder, you know, he's made of rock. So does that make him an even, you know, 22 degrees, you know, no matter what time of year it is. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what season it is. Yeah. But uh, here we find that Thor's friend, Falagar, the behemoth has been slain by Gore. And we don't know if, you know, he was on his way to consult with him or to warn him. Right. But either way, he's too late. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also get a look at the current lineup of the guardians. And we see that, uh, yes. you know, Gamora uh, is not there. No, so. no Gamora. And as you say, Groot's ducking there. So he is. He's getting bigger. Smaller. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Nebula's still with him. She's still running with the crew. Yep. Uh, and Mantis is sporting some new head jewelry. Oh, so she is. But yeah. is that something to enhance her powers or? Or is it just cosmetic? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We won't know till we actually see it, but who knows? Uh, next up here, we get to. Uh, I guess what is the big reveal of the trailer and it comes after the love and thunder title card. Oh boy. As we see a uh, reform Molnir flying to screen yeah, and caught by our new lady Thor, Jane Foster. So you're saying that this is new Asgard. It quite possibly could be. What is there any sort of like, did you read something or uh, not offhand, but uh, if everybody there is fighting the Asgardians. Ah, gotcha. People. Gotcha. Yeah. Now the question is, what are they fighting? Well, that's uh, that's another thing that's come up. Uh, is it Gore's forces or? So I don't know enough about something else. I just don't know enough about the character to know. Like, does he have like a, a contingent of like like Thanos had the um, had uh, the Shatar uh, the Chatari? Yeah, and um, uh, those weird six legged dog alien things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, this could be something else, and this is what people are speculating. Could it be symbiotes? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> and there is a connection here because we know that okay. one was left behind at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, yes. And we know that Gore is the second one to wield the All Black. But, right. you know, what exactly is the All Black? Uh, it was the first technical symbiote. Oh. It was forged as a blade. Yeah. And it's the first of the race of the symbiotes that will eventually become known as Venom. Okay. To be a part of. Yeah, yeah. And it was created by the god of the symbiotes, Null. Oh, so there's your connection. So are we seeing a symbiote invasion of New Asgard? Only time will tell. Man, they already laid the, uh, with the with the foundation for uh, Secret Invasion already laid. Is that too, I hate to say it, is that like too Marvel for Marvel at the moment? Maybe, considering the whole symbiote connection yeah. and how much Sony would have to be involved. Yeah possible it's too much i mean as long as they continue to play nice i am more than happy for them to to share properties yeah but, uh, man uh okay i guess i need to figure i need to do some more research on who this null guy is then yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> if this is a possibility <laughs> king of the symbiotes but uh king no more thanks to that king in black series okay and uh yeah that's uh pretty much what i got that's good i mean uh Wow, we uh, we touched on an awful lot today. Uh, we covered a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we lots going on, and we could have probably pulled six or seven or ten oh. more. There's so many things going on right now. Um, I have been 
uh, purposefully avoiding uh, all the Star Wars news because we are so close to Obi-Wan. It's getting close. Um, I'm still working. Uh, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on our show. I've talked about it. I'm working on a secret project. Yeah. Um, which kind of is kind of why uh, Andy has been sort of the, the, the showrunner for the last few weeks because I've been busy keeping my head down. That will continue to be uh, for the foreseeable future until I get that done. It's um, going to be good, which will be uh, will be happening in the background because we're still pressing on with our uh, coverage of uh, Obi Wan in uh, in the high ground. So look forward to, to that coming up here pretty soon. Um, and then, of course, we like to just sort of pick and choose, kind of based on how we're feeling each week. And you never know what you're going to get here at Fandom Power. But yep. uh, the one thing I can say for sure is that uh, we will be here same time uh, next week whether that's a, a live show or whether that's pre-recorded, you can catch us uh, Sunday nights, uh, Eastern time, 6 PM right here on uh, our YouTube channel. That's uh, Sawcast productions or on Facebook at uh, the fandom power Facebook page. Or if you're not already a part, check out the uh, fandom power podcast uh, group also on Facebook, where that's a place where you guys can hang out and talk about all the nerd stuff you want to talk about. And quite often we'll be in there kind of hunting around and uh, adding to the conversation. And for sure, you guys want to see us cover uh, some of your favorite entertainment properties or what's let going us on? know. Yeah. I mean, we're always down to, uh, Hey, we just did a video. Uh, if you didn't catch our, our show on, uh, on the legend of box Machina, uh, that was sort of, that was under your radar. I had never heard of it. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was one of those weird ones where like, it's, it, I mean, we already do niche stuff, but that was kind of really niche. Um, and that's worked has done quite well for us, actually. It has. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people we are uh, one. totally down to take on uh, more of your requests because hey, without you guys, we don't really have a show. So glad to have everybody along here tonight. Glad you all. Uh, thank you for all the comments tonight. Catch us next week, same time, same channel. And until then, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy, and uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production.